Scott Murphy down now, man. We live on all platforms now. Yeah, so everybody gonna hear the uh, the, the backup of the backup of the backup on my Facebook uh, panel, but we live now though. So you know, it's a little little bit little delayed, but de- delayed but not denied, as they say. Right. <laughs> all right, so man, um, tell people again, man, uh, where they can find you because we just now live on uh, on the. Uh, Facebook panel. So go ahead and tell people, right, man, where you find you at again, man. What's, what's up, Cowboy yeah. Nation? You guys can uh, check me out at Okoye Media on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember to you know subscribe. We have a, a 10k goal before the season starts, so we're at about nine now. So you guys can uh, flood in and uh, you know don't be shy. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and uh, also like it as well, so that uh, more people can find us because uh, we ain't going nowhere, man. No doubt, man. Ain't going nowhere. Bring it. We right here. <laughs> they want me to go. Like uh, yeah, that 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 Dak video. We we getting uh, not we because you ain't do it with me. But uh, right. Yeah, I'm I'm going toe to toe with everybody over that one. Yeah, man. It is what it is, man. Hey, y'all help Okoye get to beyond nine thousand. Don't just uh uh just subscribe for just being subscribing, but subscribe to this man with understanding that this guy got some information out there for the nation, for everybody out there. So just don't meet him there, beat him there uh to ten thousand subscribers, man. Get there and let's get this thing going one way or another. I like to give out uh, rewards, you know, for the first person to jump in. So I'm gonna pull up the Facebook panel. Shout out to Robert. Shout out to Marshall Anderson. Shout out to y'all, y'all that's on this page. If you are uh, from the other side sites like the Phantom, EBSN Online, uh, Big Game James, uh, Silver and Blue Nation, and as well as D Dallas Prospect. Every legend was once a prospect. Go click the link that's on the top that says Law Nation, and that's where you can join me so I can interact with you all there. And uh, as well as I like to just do my homework here, shout out to David Short, the first person to lay wood over here on the chat box, KJ Rose and Mitch, uh, third place. Close but no cigar. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, hey, the first order of operation, man, we talked about Dak Prescott, right? You, you, you right. talked about his throws. You had a lot of heat that come at you. Uh, saying that he was overthrowing his anticipation was really uh, not as what to be expected. Break that right. down, elaborate on it, and uh, yes, his stats were what was he 10 for 15 or 12 or something like that? Or what was, uh, his he stats? was no, he, it? was 10 for 15. It wasn't even 15. about his all right. Like, whenever I talk to anybody in the Cowboy Nation, they always jump straight to QBR, they, they jump straight to his uh completion percentage and so on. That is 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 more so right now. And it's not a curse word or a curse, but he's more so a West Coast quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Romo was a West Coast quarterback, so that's not a like I said, that's not an indictment. It's just observation. But um, right now he's gonna have a West Coast quarterback uh, has a higher completion percentage because they throw shorter passes. Dak throws within that fifteen yard radius. Right. And I'm not saying like from one game or from you know a fifteen pass sample size that we know what he's gonna be doing all year. But, you know, if you see that someone uh, hasn't shown a thing. Now, they may not be working on the deep ball, but he attempted a few. But they may not be working to to uh, press for the deep ball right now. They might have understood or, or, or come to the realization that Dak just doesn't like to take those types of chances all the time. So uh, I'm not saying he can't do them because I've seen them in practice. But right. back when we got into the live game, I, I saw some of the same tendencies. Uh, in the small sample size that we had of them, uh, which is 
more so re- the reason why I think he should play this third game. They're talking about him not playing, but um, I, I think we we need to uh, get him out there when it you know with the ones when it doesn't really count, just so he can you know he can he can risk a little bit, and that's what I wanted to see. Like put some balls to the wall. It's preseason, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you have critics. You have people who are watching. Yeah, but at the end of the day, this is where you try things out, and this is where you gain that momentum and that confidence. Uh, right. Especially if you're, you're working on new things, you you don't want to work on, on them when they have to. Uh, they have to work in the fourth quarter, you know, in the in the Panthers game or so on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do that now. You yeah, that now. I have uh, Mitch, uh, not just Mitch uh, Henry uh, Noakes. I think that's how you say your last name. Uh, he said, "Isn't West Coast offense supposed to get the ball out quick with a quick release? Does is that is that how the quarterback's supposed to throw?" He I was, mean. All quarterbacks are supposed to get the ball out with a quick release. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as quick go, yeah, short intermediate passes is a West Coast offense. But but the the only difference is he's he's a West Coast quarterback, but this isn't a West Coast offense per se because we run the ball a lot more. We're more like a uh, smash mouth, you know, run first type team. But right. he just so happens to be a West Coast quarterback. I spread him out and and throw precise short. Uh, routes where you you're re- relying on yards after the catch uh, and, and so on, and you have little shiftier receivers so that you don't have to run the ball as much. Like you, for Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't have to run the ball. They don't have to be successful running the ball in New England to win because they'll pass the ball for five yards and it's just as good as Zeke up the middle for five. They don't care. Yeah, but yeah, I, I feel exactly what you're saying. But let's talk about the five. Not a hundred, but the five thousand pound gorilla that's in the room, uh, Travis Frederick. You know, yeah, uh, they, they saying that he got the gullion. I don't know what it what it really is, but it says the gullion uh, disease or what have you is something to mess with mess with his uh, immune system. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I was reading that this thing it says that this this disease that he have uh, could be for two weeks, three months, or to a year. Depending on your uh, your body immune system, depending on the uh, uh, the way your body can uh, react and heal to this, it may can linger. It may can just be something that he can shake off. Uh, I'm already sending up prayers to Travis Frederick and him and his whole entire family. Uh, right. I, I do know that football is not forever. It's only a short time that you can play football. But moving all of that to the side just to talk about the football play as it relates to the center. Is that what Travis Frederick played, right? The center, right? right? right. I said, I'm on record saying that the center is the second hardest position to learn in the National Football League. And now all of a sudden, people saying that Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and Coach Garrett saying that they're going to rest Dak Prescott. And this is the thing. The center exchange to the quarterback means everything. It right. can cause turnovers. It can cause the uh, not to be able to pick up their hot reads, the zone pickup of the blocks, and to be able to kick out on your block setups. That was all what the center plays in the National Football League. He have to be responsible of pointing out the mic at certain situations. Yeah. So you mean to tell me, come week one, that all of a sudden I do know that Dak Prescott is practicing with the center now exchange. 
But there's something about a live game, and we know for sure that the Arizona Cardinals, they have a nice front four. Why not put Dak Prescott? I know, I know a lot of people said, no, we have to protect the young quarterback. But why not give him those valuable reps now that you know for right. sure that you're going against the number one defense at this time? Not saying that they number one, but I'm talking about their, their team number one defense. Why right. not put him into that fire right now so that they can have this center exchanged quarterback, exchanged from the center to the quarterback? quarterback out there so they can have the continuity so they can have the, the the rapport and the poise down because if not then that exchange that can be fumbles off the snap they can be uh you remember andre garrod gerard yeah, have you say that man's name he would throw the ball way over the uh the quarterback he's really a guard Right. So, I mean, come on now. It's just from my rationale, from my notion, from my limited knowledge of football, right? <laughs> that right. one would say it would be better for this team to get there, get out there, get your butt out there and get those reps in so that week one, you will not have surprises. I always said this from the last show that I said, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than right. not to have an opportunity and not be prepared. So I, what I'm saying is, it's better for Dak Prescott, regardless of what people may think, if you play the safe route, it's better for him to get out there and, and, and have those exchanges and be ready for uh, game one instead of expecting uh, or, or expecting us four to be out there and not prepare. You see, you see what I'm saying? But I want to know right. your thoughts on this. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, well, you got to think about it. You know, Woods, Travis Fredericks, mm-hmm. uh, Jamil Showers messed his knee up. Not that he was really, you know, going to be a front runner for starting, but still, you know, the injury bug is biting. Mm-hmm. Um, LVE's out with a groin. Um, Zach Martin's already hurt. He hurt his knee. You know, so to me, if, if uh, the difference between a zero and four start, a one and three start, or even shit, a two and two start, mm-hmm. and a three and zero and so on, a winning record, I think is is right now for us anyway is attrition. Yeah, we right. have to execute. But you can't execute if you don't have your executioners out there. True that, so, true that. Uh, think about this, man. I agree with you. I only would agree with you if we had a Luke McCown or a uh, uh, what's it, this Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> or a uh, uh, Brian Hoyer behind Dak, where if something happens to him, you're confident in who's coming in there. We don't mm-hmm. have that. So to risk Dak right now, I think would be foolish if, winning this year is something you're serious about as a team and i think we are so um i understand the move you you protect them because you do you want cooper rush starting the season for you mm-hmm. do you want mike white starting the season for you uh right now that's a resounding hell no so right uh i will protect them because you have no choice Dak's going to take more risks than the average quarterback and more hits than the average quarterback anyway so McCoy, you, know, you must got a lot of people sitting on the edge of their seat when they say you have to protect Dak Prescott. A lot of people think that you hate Dak Prescott. So um, <laughs> you I got mean, a lot of people sitting there like, okay, you know, you know what's, you know what's crazy, man? The, the, right. the retarded part of that, and I don't mean to use the word retarded. The intellectually, no. uh, 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 what what do you call it? intellectual uh, deficit or deficiency? The intellectual deficit deficiency of that statement, right? Is um, if I hated him, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not. I'm already taking the heat for saying I, you know, whatever I say anyway. So what, what, what more would it mean to me to say, yeah, I don't fuck with Dak Prescott? Now, right. mind you, if he continues to play the way he played the last eight games, I'll tell you within the first four games where he can go. You know, no problem. 
But right now, no, I don't I don't hate Dak Prescott. Uh, and honestly, if you look at my track record and the things that I've said about Dak, uh, whether you like me or like my tone or like my delivery or not, are the things that he uh, – so he's a hater. He hates himself. He said he needs to improve his mm-hmm. accuracy. He said he needs to hold himself more accountable. He says he needs to work more with his receivers in the offseason, and he did those things. I said it. I'm a hater. Jerry Jones just said uh, we've, we've, we've given him everything you know, to, to help him succeed. So mm-hmm. he expects nothing but success this year because of all the things that they've, uh, you know, uh, uh, done this offseason to kind of make him comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he's already admitted to that. So Jerry Jones is a Dak hater, too, because he's he's <laughs> criticizing Dak. Um, Steven, Steven Jones, you know, he said that Dak needs to improve. Uh, I guess Jason Garrett, when he said it, he's a Dak hater, too. You know, anybody who criticizes Dak, that's not someone that you accept it from is a Dak hater. You know what I mean? For right. Me, I don't hate Dak. I'm indifferent. Like he's, 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 he's not bad. He's not great either. You know, I just don't look at him like he's the Messiah to the team until he is the Messiah to this team. Right. He, I won't well, no. name him. You know, I won't crown him until he crowns himself. So <laughs> when I'm at the NFC championship game and Dak is busting ass, whether it's on the ground or in the air, I don't care how he do. He could play fullback and win. I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. care if he never throws the ball. If he can win. Great. If he can't, you know, just like anybody else, like I like Anthony Brown. Mm-hmm. But if Anthony Brown keeps getting past interferences, sit his ass on the bench. No doubt. Get no him doubt. out of here. I like Jordan Lewis. Mm-hmm. If Jordan Lewis keeps playing the way he played in Cincinnati, get him the get fuck him out, out of here. Get him out of here. Hey, and, and, and you're speaking from sarcasm from, from earlier because got to let people know what sarcasm is. Uh, <laughs> when you yeah. say Jerry Jones must hate Yeah, because they're going to say – but I don't know if John Sparks is a medical professional, but uh, he did uh, point, out, point out some things with this uh, Gullion, uh going back to Travis Frederick. Uh, he said it usually uh, can be up to six months if not treated uh, properly. Uh, it's some type of virus that can occur during uh, surgery, uh, things like that. And uh, he also said, uh, and shout out to you, John Sparks. Let me know if you're a medical professional, because I'm surely not. I'm not one at all. Uh, but he right. did say that uh, uh, with this uh, deficiency, uh, it could be treatable if caught early. And uh, he gave me some uh, only three percent of the victims are suffered uh, from relapse. So meaning that. Uh, with that being said, it's, it's a, on a positive aspect that Travis Frederick may be back into the mix if possible, uh, if, if it's treated uh, properly. And I'm trying just paraphrasing because I, I lost the actual uh, sentence there, John. But uh, I'm trying to find out where it's at because I got so many people commenting. Uh, let me see. Da, 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 da. Frederick said he caught it early. It, the, the, uh, the, the disease, the, the, the disease itself attacks the nerves in the body and it can paralyze can be paralyzed and can be fatal so shout out to john sparks this on the uh, law nations 2.0 page putting out uh, putting out there all the facts i really appreciate that information mm-hmm. all we can do is just hope and pray that he can get back before six and, months and, and but you know but you know it, is what it is yeah that, that goes with that though um what would have happened had he not gone and gotten a uh a third, second and third or opinion third yeah. or however many yeah. opinions he got <laughs> You know, so I'm 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 happy for him that he he at least even knows uh, what's going on because that's ninety percent of the battle. You know, of course he has an uphill battle because I and I, and I haven't done the research on his illness. I will though, um, but you know, at least he knows now what's what he's what he's up against, and maybe that speaks to why he was uncharacteristically getting beat a little bit 
not not giving not taking away from the defensive line because I think right. they really are what they're what they look like they are. <laughs> right. um, but um, he was getting beat uncharacteristically by guys who were kind of lower on the totem pole, minus Deton Jones, because Deton Jones I think can beat. You know, I've seen him beat uh, um, uh, Smith as well, Tyron Smith. So you know, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with him right now. So you know, some of those guys were were, were giving him the business, like Price and so on. Right. And maybe that's why. Maybe he, he he wasn't at full strength. Well, not maybe. Obviously, he wasn't at full strength uh, yeah. throughout camp. So, uh, like I said, has it goes off to Travis Fred, uh, Travis Fredericks, um, Travis Fredericks. I'm tongue twisted today. Right. But um, um, as far as the the center starting the the season, uh, Joe Looney, uh, Joe Looney blocks well. I don't know mm-hmm. what his exchange will be, but he he blocks pretty well and. Sandwich between uh, Williams and uh, Martin, a healthy Martin, mm-hmm. might not be might not be so bad. As long as the rest of our starters are there, I think we can we can live with one or two guys um, not being a Pro Bowl level lineman. We can shuffle them around. I honestly like I'd like to shuffle this line around anyway. Right. People don't agree with me. Um, I like Connor Williams a lot, and initially I liked him at guard, you know, because that's where they wanted to put him. I think because Liel said he didn't want to play guard at all. But I think Liel plays guard better than Connor. And I think Connor can play right tackle good enough. Mm. So I would rather see Connor at right tackle and Liel at guard because Connor's he struggles with power. And that's all he's going to see all year, especially when we play the Giants. All he's going to see all year is power. So. I don't know. Right. I'm not saying he can't do it, but the the only time I've seen him look bad is when he's playing against um, defensive tackles. He, he's, he's, his, his feet are mm-hmm. always in good position. It's just he gets folded over because of his suddenness and, and, and raw power. And he's yeah. not going to be dealing with that as much on the outside. as He's going to be dealing with more speed on the outside. He's suited to deal with speed. No Where doubt, Where Liel is, yeah. is, is good with the power. Yeah, no doubt with that. You know, hopefully uh, this is the thing. You know, this is his rookie year. I think Connor Williams will eventually. Uh, I think he said on the radio station, 105.3, the fan that he's struggling now with gaining the weight. And uh, with weight comes extra power and strength, uh, especially playing that position going from, what, you know, 10 games a year to now 16 and beyond. So hopefully he can get those legs together and get his core body uh, together. And maybe, just maybe, he can improve at playing guard. Now, as far yeah, as tackling, no. it, playing the tackle, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'd right rather see him against Brandon, Brandon Graham, uh, Graham than, I, than I'd rather see him <laughs> against Fletcher. Fletcher, Fletcher Claire. Claire. Yeah. So yeah. I just said that, too. I, uh, who said that? <laughs> Let me see. Hold on a second. Uh, that was uh, the gurus, uh, Connor versus Fletcher Cox. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's an ass-whooping waiting to happen, and I like Connor, uh-huh. but Fletcher Cox, you know, he, he bring a lot of whoop ass and you need to bring a lot of whoop ass to deal with him. And, and uh, Connor, Connor got he more finesse than he is whoop ass. No doubt, man. Shout out to Chris Longley and uh, EG62011 and Cowtown Tech. Shout out to you guys for joining in to the nation. Uh, B-Rob, shout out to you all day, even twice on Sunday. This is the thing. Um, 
when you're talking about that front offensive line and to be able to play play to play against these guys, the Giants, the 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 uh, Redskins, and the because Redskins done, done vamped up and, and got everybody ready yeah. to play against the Cowboys and also the uh, the, the Eagles. I call them the Sheagles or Filthy, mm-hmm. however you want to call them. Uh, we, we, we're gonna have to come with our A game, and now that we have a chink in the armor, you know, and that's that, that's that's still gonna be uh, the middle of that deep middle of that offensive line. Uh, we gonna have to figure out if Looney can do this. I'm not worried at all. At all. I'm not worried at all against Looney. Uh, against the run, I got a little echo. My bad. Uh, I'm not worried at all on Looney. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> I was like, well, wait a minute. I hear myself twice. I'm not worried at all with Looney against the run. You know, or with the run. I think that Looney uh, can still uh, drive upfield and use that strength to get the open space for uh, Ezekiel Elliott. It's just right. against the pass that I'm worried about. And also the center exchange. You know, can Dak Prescott line up on the center with him? That takes uh, continuity and rapport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I hear the echo now, too. I don't know why, though. I yeah. turned it back down. But I, I heard it for a second. Shout but, out um, to Murphy Law, then. <laughs> yeah, Murphy's Law. That, that's, that's what Murphy's ass, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day... Uh, I don't think, you know, it's going to be something that lasts throughout the season. But if it does, I mean, we've seen it, like you said, with Andre Garou. Um, That's just something to add to – another feather to add to Dak's cap. It's something he – experiences, that's what a Koye really means. Is, you know, we're all an accumulation of our experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So right. those True experiences, that. even though when you're going through them, they might feel like a pain in the ass or like, you know, somebody's doing you dirty. But uh, those experiences are what make us who we are. Like, I, I am – Everything good and bad that's happened to me, everything nutty that I've done, everything good that I've done. You know what right. I mean? I'm all those things. So, so that dealing with that that adversity will do nothing but make him better in the end because that's what made Romo better. You remember right. Romo got to a point where he he started making plays off the shit. You know, in the mm-hmm. Rams game, threw the ball 23 yards behind him. He picks it up, scrambles, and him him and Marion Barber just cascade up the sideline. You know what I mean? So. You know, and then Marion Barber is another one of those guys. When Murphy's law struck, he right. you know, he made something happen. So those things only come. You only you only have that confidence in yourself when you've been up against almost everything. Tom Brady's you know torn an ACL. He's been blasted. He's been criticized. He's been hurt. You know, all types of things have happened to him. He's going through it with his coaches. But all that experience and still having to try to play at a high level for so long, right? Uh, he has that experience where he knows he's unshakable. Drew Brees, same thing. They're unshakable because of the things, you know, they, they've gone through. Drew Brees, before he went to the Saints, you right. question whether or not he was fuck being, excuse me, screw being a great quarterback, but you question whether or not he was, you know, even going to play in the league again, period, you know, whether mm-hmm. he was good or not. So, you know, those things have to happen for you to sort of emerge as, as who you are, you know, and, you know, Eli, all, all the quarterbacks who've won have gone through that, uh, and Dak has to go through that. Uh, criticized by both the media and myself included. So, you know, he has to, and I'm saying, like, and I'm not trying to justify anything. It's just, right. That's just natural. That's what happens. I mean, that's life, man. Uh, it, there's always a good quote that says, there's never been a statue raised to a critic. So uh, you, you right. have to, you're going to get that. You know, I, I get that coming to my channel. You get that coming to your channel. There's oh, yeah. always things that you have to just take it and just say, okay, this is going to either break me or make me better. And just just know that somebody's opinion of you don't have to become your reality. And um, 
that's just how I look at it. But like you said, uh, with Dak Prescott getting all of these views of uh, negative right. attention right. coming from both sides, whether it be like the coaching staff or what uh, Stephen Jones or, or what Jerry Jones have to say, the only thing right. that, that counts is putting a W in the win column on every game. So uh, that's what counts, and just re- removing yourself from the L's. And, and that's what I think that Dak Prescott brings to the table, the intangibles. We can see right. uh, there's a throwing competition that was out there later or earlier this week uh, with Mike White. Oh. And I, I, I said, man, Mike White coming out of college, man, he can circumcise a net. He's just that precise uh, with his throwing mechanics. And uh, right. he can throw a ball through a keyhole. But the thing is, the problem is with with Mike White are the intangibles. Can he uh, know 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 when the uh, pressure is coming on him? Uh, is he able to uh, oh. to make his uh, proper reads uh, when, when everything breaks down on him too as well? So it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to assess mm-hmm. though. Because, it's hard to assess because he's playing with third and fourth yeah, string yeah. Uh, offensive yeah. linemen. But you should still see those glimpses of improvement, just like when Dak Prescott number was called. You know, he was still balling out of control during preseason. I mean. To his credit, though, Mike White, mm-hmm. he played not great. Right. Um, but considering who he was playing with, I think he played okay. Okay. I was less impressed with Cooper Rush, actually. Um, mm-hmm. The problem I had, the one problem I had with White was um, he was slow to process. And I don't think that right. comes from uh, from anything other than, you know, it's just like when you cram for a test. He's crammed for this playbook. And right now, it's not natural. It's not mm-hmm. flowing out of him. You know, it's like uh, like Bruce Lee used to say, "Don't think, just do." He's right. not just doing; he's thinking because that's he doesn't know what to do yet. So I, I want to see what he does next year, next preseason. I'm not really judging him uh, too bad off of what he's done so far because I think the reason he's staring downfield so long while the heat is on him that's a good trait when you have a good line. It's a bad trait when you don't mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know acts you know acts like was it david carr you know he, right. he got his stairs down the field you know it's a good trade if you had our line you know he'd stand tall in the pocket like brady brady mm-hmm. does it but it doesn't look bad because nobody's blowing him up when he stands back there for five minutes i mean for mm-hmm. five seconds or whatever you know what i mean so yeah um i don't know because mike white's definitely not an athlete i know that he looked <laughs> like i said he looked like billy cundin Really With the ball. <laughs> but he can throw. Yeah, but he what? He, he, look at the measurable. He's six foot five. You know, two thirty ish. You know, two forty ish, give or take. You know, but you know, you're looking at the measurables. You're saying okay, and then he got a, a good arm. He can put the ball on a penny if he wanted to, or, right. or like throwing the ball on a rope. He can do those things. But he, like you said, the processing part. You know, uh, think about this. Peyton Manning. He wasn't ready for year one. You know, he wasn't ready for year two. It took him around year three to get his body and mechanics together and uh, once everything began to become slower people were still able to see okay with Peyton Manning I do know this like going all the way back to 2000 and 2001 they were saying okay we see the potentials but once he get everything together then this guy can win games and he was winning games for him so hopefully uh, with that being said with Mike White's or even Cooper Rush uh, and I do know Cooper Rush fell off the wagon just a little bit this year um I'm thinking now that the Cowboys can take the risk of going with just two quarterbacks this year versus going with three quarterbacks. I think you can hire one of those guys on the practice squad, and then you can bring in an extra guy what we need help on. Uh, We can transition over to this topic right here. Um, Will Rico Gathers make this team? I think he should. Mm -hmm. 
if he doesn't make the team because of you know, I've heard rumors. I was listening to Mark the other day talk about mm-hmm. um, he liked the page that he shouldn't have. Maybe he did. I don't. I mean, I haven't verified it. But mm-hmm. uh, if he doesn't make this team because of something on, on along those lines, uh, conduct detrimental to the team or right. whatever they try to come up with, I think we'd be doing ourselves and him a disservice. Is is the kid a little weird? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. But but for a guy who's never played football until now to have the natural ability to go up and get it and be as aggressive as he is, he treats football like it's, ba- like it's rebounding in basketball. And he yeah. goes up mm-hmm. and he gets it. And he gets that part of the game. We can use Rico in so many ways. And honestly, for everybody who thinks I'm blasting Dak, the reason I'm begging for Rico so bad to make this roster is for Dak. Uh, think about Cam Newton and Olsen. The, right. the big are, mm-hmm. are Alex Smith and Vernon Davis and then Alex Smith and Kelsey. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the biggest security blanket for your possession, um, general style West Coast quarterbacks, the, the biggest weapon for those guys is an athletic tight end. Right. Always. And, you, and you're looking for windows, you know, Russell, especially. Russell Wilson. You, Right, especially when you got a quarterback that don't throw the back shoulder fade the best, you know. Mm-hmm. You're looking for somebody who can run seam routes, you know. Well, uh, you're looking for easy reads, too. Re- easy of, reads, like, yeah. Easy, very easy reads. Like, if, if you're not double t- – if you are double teaming Rico mm-hmm. in that box, then it's open for the out- it's open on the outside. Dak doesn't have to think too hard if, right. if they get going early with Rico. If you're not doubling Rico in the middle, I mean, Rico literally can run in front of a linebacker and turn around, he's open. Rico right. can run past the linebacker, and they can't stick with him. He's open. Rico is going to go up over safety. He's already shown he's going to go up over a corner, right over his back, reach around him, and take the ball. So it's like, you know, and not saying he's going to do that every time, but I'm just saying um, he's shown that he, he understands body mechanics and leverage. Mm-hmm. So those are things that Dak doesn't have to think about. Right. He's just trying to make it quick and cerebral for him. So if he hikes the ball and, and, and Rico's boxing someone out or, or they're running the same routes that, that Witten was running mm-hmm. uh, later in his career, I love Witten overall as a motivator, overall as a tough man, as, a, as one of the greatest Cowboys to ever suit up. But today or even his rookie year, I don't think that uh, – not I don't think. Uh, mm-hmm. Witten is nowhere near the athlete that Rico is. Right. And Witten was a good tight end for us. So mm-hmm. I think Rico can be, as far as a receiving threat, uh, better than Witten ever was. Yeah, I yes, think. and no doubt. And then just think about this. I think not a we blocker. Can, we, yeah, not a blocker. Maybe I'm, not your locker room captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking like this. Like we can go with like a hybrid type of positioning, like a, like a – a, a, a 13 slash 12 personnel uh, when you have uh, Jamez Olawale and uh, and the running back out there. And then you can flex Jamez Olawale into like a tight end positioning, right? And then you have a Rico out there and you also have a, a Blake Jarrett. And those type of things will cause all type of confusion out there. Because uh, right. 13 personnel is traditionally like one running back and then you have three tight ends. But right. you can give them a different look with like, let's say, for instance, like a, a 21 or 22. And then you can have those rotations out there with sprinkling in because, you know, Ezekiel Elliott can catch the ball out of the backfield. Right. And we already talked about my guy, uh, Ari Temkin. He mentioned that uh, the utilization of the uh, running back out of the backfield catching the ball is something that the Cowboys must improve on, must do more of. And if you can do that, 
that means that you have the explosive playmaker number 21 with the ball and then that will bring in the uh yeah bring in everybody's going to play close on the line anyway then that will open up the seam routes they'll open up the vertical routes for a a uh, rico gathers and i think rico right, gathers can win the one-on-ones Yo, Vach, what up? Vach in the, uh, in the chat room, lighting it up. <laughs> he, he, on, he must be on your side of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go on, give side. a shout-out to everybody, and I'm going to jump over oh, to man. my Facebook panel. I, I got to show them love, too. But go ahead and give your shout love out, over shout there. Shout-out to Cowboy Crunk. Shout-out to Guru Justin Quarles. As I said, uh, Vach Lombardi. Cool Hand Luke, man. Uh, That's we, a we cold name right there, boy. Yeah, yeah. Cool Hand Luke, uh, he, he, he a knowledgeable dude, man. We go back and forth. We don't agree. But uh, he always, uh, we always respectful. At the end of the day, we we have it's like two two lawyers going at each other. We going hard to win. That's what make us family, it's, man. It's That's respect, what make us family. Yeah, 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 definitely. yeah. You know, Thomas Miles, what up? Uh, Dallas Cowboy Junkie, Two Faces of Evil. It's a bunch of men here, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> Dino Wallace. Uh, right. Who else? Who else? Uh, Demarcus. Oh oh eight. Yo yo. What up? Yeah. Uh, uh, Kenneth Lott. There's a lot I'm in here, man. So yeah. I ain't gonna go down the whole list. Yeah, yeah, just tell the I people's champ is, that man. he he got the link. If you want to jump in, he, he we live like ninety five. Tell <laughs> oh, him about the body. He can jump in. I knew he was because he pulled shit up like his case law. He case said, law. I, he, cool hand Luke said, "Akoye, I am a lawyer." <laughs> I was like, yeah, because <laughs> he pulled it up like like his case law. He'd be like, "Hey, look at file uh, uh, act section twenty eight. You know what I mean? Case three. <laughs> Docket Black's number Law, 15. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll just be like, look, man, this is what I feel. He give me a uh-huh. whole rundown. On the Facebook panel, man, just give me love, man, when you guys, when I shout out your name, so let me know if you guys are still live in the mix or there. Keith Woody, man, shout out to you, man. That's a cold name. I like the Woody part of it. The name, that's cool. Uh, Jay Riss, I think that I said your name right. Warren Duncan, shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Lindell Davidson, shout out to you. Uh, Robert Chavez Hey, I like that. Chevis, I like Chevis Regal too as well. Mm-hmm. Eric, you all know who Chevis Regal is, right? <laughs> the Scotch, right? Kenneth Lott said, what up to you <laughs> Sean, on this side of things? Sean too, Moore, man. Oh, who, who, who said hello? Kenneth Lott, he over yeah. here saying, tell Law I said, what up? Tell, tell Kenneth Lott this, this right here. This is Sparta! <laughs> he said, this is Sparta. Oh, you can hear it. I'm going to tell him like he's a translator. Yeah, he don't need no translator. He already know, man. We and live like 95. Philly, he gonna say, hey, uh, um, shout out Koye, Mr. North, North Philly, because up here we don't say North, North. <laughs> we say North. We just put an F yeah, on everything. Yeah. Put, yeah, put an F on everything. I cut your shout out. No, 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 no. That's all good, man. That's all my Facebook panel right there. You know, I got some more people. The Facebook kind of run away from me when I try to read there. But I see my boy, my brother from another mother, uh, say prime time in the mix over here, man. Shout out and salute to you on my uh, chat box and also KJ Rose, man. Shout out to you and Adrian. What's going on, man? So let's get this thing going, man. So the we talked about the uh, the aspect if Rico can make this team. And I'm thinking that if Rico make this team, they'll just bring in so much extra, like, okay, who are we going to guard on this play type of deal? And then Man. if you add in the fact that I'd love to see Ezekiel Elliott and Rico out there at the same time, because it's just going to create mismatch. I know that he probably can't block well. I know that he have, we all have our reservations on him as uh, far as running routes. But if you tell the brother, just run the seam, just run the seam, run your right. big six foot six, six foot seven, six Man. foot eight, whatever it is, just run it up the field, man. Right. Imagine Rico <laughs> on that play, the uh, RPO, 
play action that Witten used to catch all the time, and uh, mm. they throw it to Beasley sometimes too in the in the red zone. But they'll hold, um, they'll you know play action fake out of the RPO out of the shotgun, and then mm. they just throw it right up the seam. Now imagine Rico running that route because Witten was killing that route. You know, Witten's not fast at all, but he was killing it. Imagine Rico running that route, and then beyond that, uh, you remember uh, Dion used to say. You know, for all you who say I can't tackle, show me the footage of me running away from a tackle, and I, you know, I'll agree with it. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen footage of Rico pancaking people. That's true. Just right. like I haven't seen footage, uh, you know, of, of of Dak throwing a bunch of deep balls. Right? That's true. <laughs> the footage ain't yeah. there. Right. But I, ha- I haven't, I haven't seen Rico whiff on blocks either, though. Right. I, mean, I haven't I, seen that either. He's yeah. Not good enough. Like I haven't seen it where it's like, why the fuck is he out there? I right. haven't seen that. It hasn't been that horrible. So, I mean, I don't mind Rico playing. With, with the upside that he brings, like, I, I never saw Antonio Gates lay people out either. Hey, uh, if, if Gavin Escobar can make this team, my God, man, come on. You remember, remember Gavin Escobar? He couldn't block yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, either could, either could uh, well, he blocked, okay, the guy who hurt his knee last year, uh, played for number 84. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Hannah was yeah. good in blocking. Was okay. Although, although he came from, but came out as a, a catching a, tight end, you know. Yeah, he was a speed tight end. Mm-hmm. But, but, but uh, I, I think Rico will be fine, man. I think we keep him though. Um, I, we, hey, did you the, see the, that the snag though? Did you see that snag that uh, that Rico did? He snatched the ball out of the opposition hand. You know yeah. uh, that it was a pass that was underthrown. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at that man. I'm like, hey, if we can get like one of those plays every other week, you know, just right. uh, saving the quarterback skin, snatching the ball off the helmet, you know, he's he's known for doing that at least. Right. That should right now out of the tight ends, who had the most uh, tight end yards out of the uh, tight end crew? Uh, I, I think probably it's, Jarwin. I think Rico. I think Rico probably had more catching yards than all of them. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Somebody no, in the chat I box, mean, man, Schultz, let us know. Schultz don't look that good uh, right now. He look okay, but he mm-hmm. looked kind of lost. And then you got um, you got who else? Uh, Jeff Swain. Mm-hmm. Swain is okay. He's not like, you know, he's not a bum, but he's more of a blocker. Big body guy. He reminds mm-hmm. me of that Jesse James from uh, from Pittsburgh. Just a big guy. Not a, not a real our, our Bo, what's, his, what's his name? Bo Spate or Joe Spate. Those guys. Or uh, Dan Campbell that we had, they, they're right. good tight ends, but they're more on the blocking side of things. Hey, so, and people, people on the uh, Facebook panel, well, not the Facebook panel, the the, the chat box, the flame box. Uh, I have uh, John Sparks, and I also have man, I forgot your name already. I it moved away. Uh, they said, man, it's been a two year project already. Just let him go. Uh, you know, it is what yeah, it is. Let, let him go. Let, him, let go. him go. Let let him fly away. You know, yeah, we no, don't need no. him. You know. Cut them loose and let them play. I think like it was we, Adrian uh, Soto. He's saying that let's just 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 let him go. You know, why would you let let go of something that's progressing? It's not know. like he's he's not regressing. He's not to a point where you like you know you, you can't understand why he's why we're even attempting to do it. Um, I think Rico would benefit from more playing time, more reps. His mm-hmm. mouth and his social media activity have, have led him to be. Um, more mm-hmm. on the back burner, but his his talent, uh, I think he's earned a position with the ones at least for the next two games. Oh, oh, my, my bad, Adrian. He said no. He just need more time. Yeah, okay, I feel what you're saying. 
All right, I think that John Sparks, my guy, he was saying, like, look, just let him go. Hey, Miss Jackie, shout out to you for joining in to the Law Nations 2.0. <laughs> All right, so uh, what else do you have on your mind, uh, Okoye? Cause... Uh, the safety position, the safety play, you know, uh, uh, just the defensive backfield in general is, mm-hmm. is a question mark. Uh, watching what uh, I'm, I'm working on that film for. Um, that Cincinnati game now. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I just have. I'll probably finish it tonight, or maybe tomorrow morning. But um, that film, I'm I'm looking at some things that make me uh, make me whiff a little bit, and that's you know the poor tackling by the second unit. Um, Jordan mm-hmm. Lewis included in that. Um, I'm actually doing. I'm not gonna say a 180. I'm doing like a 120, a 120 degree uh, mm-hmm. turn on Anthony Brown. Um, I can see from this game why Chris Richard likes him. I still don't know if he's the guy, but he's always in position. I can tell you that. Right. I like that about him. He almost got another interception this week, and I'm tired of saying almost about Anthony Brown. So I just want to see him finish. If Anthony Brown can finish, our, our secondary is complete, at least the starting three. Um, Jordan Lewis, um, he's looking – Less like a steal, right. and more like the third round pick, or, or third or fourth. I think he was a third round pick, or more like the third round pick that he was, like a project guy, because uh, that that pass interference is just I don't know. It's not it's not characteristic of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that was about. And he but did fold it up like a a, a lawn chair. He folded yeah. up like a lawn chair on one of those guys who was trying to make the tackle out. Yeah, space. I got yeah. that too. Yeah. You know, he got beat on a cross. He was uh-huh. just getting beat. What, what, what if this, though? What if this, though, right? All this time last year, we really didn't see Jordan Lewis during uh, preseason. Remember, he was yeah. going through the court situation, and then yeah. also he was uh, with the hamstring. What if this? What if I do like an ESPN 30 for 30? You know, what if I tell you Jordan Lewis also is just a gamer? <laughs> he might be. Um, he might be. He might be. He, he might he be. He can play. Yeah, he, he showed that he can play. He has mm-hmm. that tenacity with him i want to see him get back to whatever form he was he was in last year mm-hmm. but um again defense works the same way offense does you know what what you get away with your rookie year is due to a lack of tendencies on tape uh and what you'll get away your second with your second year you will not uh, mm-hmm. i think anthony brown had that come to jesus moment last year in his sophomore year yeah uh, and i think jordan lewis would have the same you know people are He's not going to be able to get away with just being Velcro, as he calls himself. He'll have to give, you know, another ripple to his game because, as you can see, uh, in this cover three, you're, we're vulnerable only on on the, on the outside, right? Or deep, deep. Uh, if you flood the zones to the outside, because mm-hmm. inside we have linebackers, we have safeties, we have everybody in there. But outside, once you run a receiver up the up the sideline, and you run, you know, either your tight end to that post or to our, uh, our slot receiver or your wide to that post uh, is open. And right. it's going to require uh, corners that are versatile, that can you know c- carry their man far enough and, and read what's going on underneath them. Uh, and that's what Jordan is going to have to be able to do as well. Uh, I think everyone else, including Jordan, they're good read and react players, but I think Jordan's just better at man than he is at zone. And I think that's part of the reason why He's struggling a little bit. This is a little bit new to him because mm-hmm. last year all we asked Jordan to do really was say, hey, look, that's your guy. Follow him. 
you know. Follow him on the, on the field side. Yeah. You got him. Go. Yeah. If he come over here, he, this your man. Got yeah. him. He's good at that. Yeah, he's he good at been, that. I, I never asked you, uh, are you a big fan of the cover three or cover two? Or, or what are you? Uh, uh, quarters, quarters guy? I'm, I'm a fan of whatever work, man. I, mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> – I don't really care if you if you can run a Monty Kiffin, uh, Tampa two style cover two and 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 succeed the way he did with it, you know more power to you, Rob Marinelli, Simeon Rice type thing. That's great, cool. Um, if you can run that Pete Carroll cover three, yeah, I'm good with that too. I, I mean, if we were running Bill Parcells three four or Mike Zimmer's four three, mm-hmm. I mean, I like them all so. I mean, and Wade Phillips. So I'm not one to really care about a scheme. As long as, long as you have the players to fit the scheme, I'm I'm more mm-hmm. so um, a guy like this. Don't don't try to force players into a scheme that they may not be suited for. Put them mm-hmm. in the best position to, to win. So if I have a guy that can play man, no, I'm not going to have him play zone all day. I'm going to put him in positions where we might just have him play man in a, in within the zone. You know what right. I mean? Just shade. Mm-hmm. Just give him assignments that he can handle. And I think if we're able to do that, I don't care what, you know, we're going to always mix and match anyway. No one, no one's covered three. No team is covered three every play. Every play, No one's yeah. covered two every play. So we'll run them all. We'll probably be more of a cover three team. And, and that's because we're, we have the athleticism at linebacker to do it. You can't do it without mm-hmm. linebackers that can play in space. Because then you just have different windows because these guys are like pillars. Like you can't have guys big like LT and Demarcus Ware playing linebacker, even though they're outside linebackers, obviously. But playing linebacker or Brady James and those guys playing linebacker in a cover three type scheme are too big and and, mm-hmm. and awkward. Whereas right now we have a lot of fluid uh, linebackers, you know, uh, you know no all of them. All no of doubt. my athletes, and, and you can might as well go ahead and touch on Joe Thomas, man, because uh, because we play so much of nickel. Uh, right. And that's that's the two linebacker setup out of that play out of that formation is like seventy five to maybe the seventy eight percent of the time we in nickel. So it, with the emergence of Jalen Smith, do you think uh, they would give uh, Sean Lee uh, would they pace him out throughout this entire year and then put Joe Thomas out there opposed to having uh, the general out there? Um, I think. I think you're going to have Sean Lee play as much as possible. Um, you know, I think we want to win this year. So I think you want to play him as much as possible without risking him, of course. But uh, mm-hmm. when I say risking him, I mean, you know, obviously if he's if he's a little banged up, yeah, you might see Joe Thomas for a few more series and they go series for series with him or they take him out of certain uh, sub packages just to, just to rest him. But um, Sean Lee is going to have to, you, you know, you can't protect him uh, you know, forever. You know, Sean Lee's gonna have to. Oh be able to man, get, can't protect him forever. In game, because if you had to protect him, like any player, if I said, "Hey, this wide receiver is better than you know Randy Moss," but as soon as mm-hmm. you touch him, you know, you touch him, he's done. Like, well, then he's no good to us. So, mm-hmm. you know, Sean Lee's the same way. Like, he's he could be. He is one of the greatest linebackers in the league right now. But he has to be able to steal the field, and that's not up to you know the training t- staff. Oh my God, man! Not to stop you, man. I I think I, I hear the, the the sound of the Vach Lombardi, the people's oh, before, champ. Before, before you get in the Vach, <laughs> shout out to Adrian Lindsay. Appreciate the super chat, man. And uh, yeah, he just said this this season will be interesting to see. But what up, Vach, man? Donation to help. Man, man I tell you what, man. I tell you what, man. <laughs> Let's hear it. It's a uh, Vach Lombardi. What's up, y'all? 
uh, you know, I, I I get into arguments with the 80% all the time. Oh, for some time. reason, we're blaming Rico Gathers' uh, lack of, I'll say, football IQ to be safe. They blaming that on the coaches. Mm. Well, th- th- this man only been playing football for, what, three years? Yeah. Two years? Yeah. I've seen people eight go grade, through eight entire... Grade. <laughs> uh, that don't count. That don't even count. <laughs> I've, seen people go through, I've seen people go through entire football campaigns and still get slipped up on the plays and still not learn their responsibilities. Oh, yeah, agree. Still not learn what they're supposed to do. I remember playing playing center in high school surrounded by seniors on my offensive line. I'm telling them what to do. And Rico gathers at the highest level of football. We right. say he can't learn tight end in which you got to learn receive and offensive line. He can't learn tight end in three years. And it's somehow the coaching staff's fault. Shut up. Man, right. speak the truth, man. That's, That's what I'm right. talking about. That's right. I guess it was coaching staff fault too with uh, Gavin Escobar. Either you got it or you don't, right? <laughs> I, I just don't know what you, what kind of magic y'all want from these people, dog. What y'all, what y'all want from Jason Garrett, man? You got to teach this man NFL level blocking and NFL level receiving. Right. I ain't even got a, a a great firm grasp on NFL everything yet, and I'm just a civilian. Rico <laughs> Gallup's only been playing ball for three years. Can we stop? Man, I love to just have Rico Gathers on this team, man. Who, He's who, an who, who will you smother to have him on the team then? <laughs> who, 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 I, look, I'm not super. Like, if I can go right. on Rico Gathers without somebody else trying to steal him from the practice squad, I don't, oh, yeah. mind, I don't mind continuing to try to groom Rico Gathers. But if I got to pick out a Rico and somebody important depth-wise on my team, Come on, man. We see mm. how important having Joe Looney is right now. We see how important guys like uh, uh, Marquez White could be if something bad happens to, would, to, would to, you, to Byron would, Jones. Would you drop Connie Illy for Rico Gathers? Ooh, a pin would drop you drop right by Richard now. Ash for oh, Rico yeah. Gathers? Yes. I would. In a heartbeat. Get him out of here. Okay, okay. He's a guy that were on our active roster. Well, not Ash Connie. can go. Yeah, Ash can go. But the thing about uh about Coney Ely is I was gonna kick him off a bridge for Randy Gregory. The thing about Coney Ely is that he can play two positions. So you wanna oh. give up you wanna give up a, a rotational three and five tech for Rico Gallows, who's only gonna play in your red zone or run up the scene. That's just kind of wild to me. You hey, know? well let me ask you this. Would you uh since yeah. you're looking at the quarterback play this preseason, would you roll with two quarterbacks then and then bring in the Rico Suave? I haven't changed my I haven't changed my 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 thoughts on Mike White simply because he's only played three preseason games with third string. You know what I mean? And right. even if he's had bad practice, let's just not act like the quarterback position is easy to walk in and just figure out like that. I mean, we gotta let the we gotta let the beat build for a little bit before we just start start to run into to just to, to, can, to judgment on can, can you sneak yeah. Cooper Rush on the practice wide? Who would the no. you, you can't no, sneak you him? Can't. No, he's not no, gonna be sneakable. No, because you, you Cooper Rush get Mike White on the practice squad is what you go with. I don't. I think. I don't think, I don't think we can do that, man. I think we got to carry three because Cooper got to be your second guy, and you can't put Mike on practice squad because somebody will take him. In my opinion, would you, well, let, let me ask you this hypothetically: If Teddy Teddy Bridgewater out there, would you get rid of one of those two guys for Teddy Teddy B? Of course, because Teddy's the better quarterback, but I don't, I don't think we'll fall into that situation. Teddy want to go play somewhere. If Teddy going to go somewhere, Teddy want to play, man. 
what if you have the notion to say, okay, this is a hard question right here, but what if you say, okay, I'm going to bring Teddy B in here to go against Dak Prescott to bring the right. competition level up? Would you do that? I'll tell you, they'll, they'll I'll do that look, next year. Still start shopping still. He's going to be on the market, right? He's going to be on. Okay, watch this. Watch this. What would you me. give up? What would you give up to get Teddy Bridgewater? I'm not even going to acknowledge that because I wouldn't not, give up my that, next yeah, year. That's not something. We, I, I think it's like this. Like Dak, what they're doing right now is trying to put Dak in a position to feel comfortable, right? Mm -hmm, right. Having him in competition right now is not something that makes him feel comfortable. So I right. think that's why they're going, and he's shown that he's durable. I think that's why they're going with less season quarterbacks behind them, not even a Luke McCown type behind him or Anderson, right. uh, the, dude, the dude who's behind um, Cam Newton for so long. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't even have that. We don't have a veteran just sitting there ready to go. So that just shows me they're trying to really give Dak his, his space. If Dak doesn't rise to the occasion, if he just has a, a subpar mediocre year this year, then I think next in next camp, it might not be a Bridgewater. It could be, who knows, RG3, you got Manziel, you got draft picks. You got, oh, don't mention Manziel. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm just saying names, <laughs> right. that, that, name, names of players that aren't, you know, quarterbacks that aren't unattainable and aren't unrealistic but, but and not good enough to beat them out either, but good enough to make people say, oh, well, you know, can they play if he doesn't? You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, you'll see that next next offseason if he doesn't play well. If he does play well and he shows that he is who he's supposed to be, then you'll just see a Ryan Fitzpatrick type or a Luke McCown type sign behind him as a handcuff. I guarantee it. It's just so wild. People ready to just kill Mike White, man. If I had Chaz Green and Damian Mom blocking for me, I, I look pretty trash. <laughs> who killing him, though? Hey, huh? man. Who kills him right oh, now? Oh, oh, they go, oh, they they go in on him? Oh, oh, Akoya, you should see him. You I thought he played that. okay hey, in the, hey, in the uh, you, Cincinnati game without a line. I thought he played okay. I agree, but you but did too much staring but, but, down. But, but, but he did head on to that ball forever, man. He too held long. on the ball that's better okay. than uh, the lady from the Titanic. <laughs> he a rookie. That's okay. You yeah. should see the 80% trying to get rid of Mike White, man. You should see him. Right. I'm I'm not in the belief of getting rid of him. I'm thinking that you can stash them, snatch, stash them somewhere. But you're saying that ain't going to fly, though, right? 31, 31 other teams right now say, okay, what if you give Mike White one of those uh, high-playing like uh, practice squad money like they did with Rico? Or you want to know, you know, know something that'll work for Mike White? If 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 he lay down and go ouch and we put him on IR, that's the only way to keep Mike White yep. without getting him stolen. That's, that's the, the only best way. thing for him. That's really what we did with Rico. We just can't do that shit two, two years in a row. <laughs> Rico, look, look, Rico had a, had a damn concussion and he was out for six weeks. How'd that work? Uh, yeah. Right. Hey, before we go a little bit further, Vach, I want to know your opinion, your thoughts on uh on number seventy two, uh, Travis. Man, uh, what what are your thoughts on that? And Joe Looney I think, too. I think Travis will be fine, but if not, I think Joe Looney will be fine. I don't think he's one of these guys to where if we lose him, everything breaks down. I, I I've seen Cowboys fans say that we're going eight and eight because we lost Travis. I don't think so. Um, I think we lose a lot, but I don't think we're gonna lose so much. People think that you know. Uh oh, everybody gonna give up sacks from the one tech? Just, just sacks, sacks. Joe, Joe is adequate, but he's not as great as Travis. Uh, I think we'll be fine. And if not, he's he's only gonna be out for like a handful of weeks. So what? Two weeks? Three weeks? I mean, he'll be fine. He'll Let be me good. ask you this though. Uh, with that being said, uh, do you are you with the belief of resting Dak Prescott? Or are you with the belief of putting the young man out there? <sighs> I was watching the Cardinals versus Saints, man. Mm -hmm. 
And the Cardinal was sacking the hell out of the Saints, bro. <laughs> That's a front four, man. That's a nasty front four, oh, yeah. The car, the car was sacking the hell out of the Saints, bro. I don't want that going through no parts of that. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that. Look, man, Chandler Jones just up here just doing he got, the thing with LeBron. He, he he on the same steroids his brother was on. He breaking bags and all. He, <laughs> he broke the bag back. Like, yeah, I, I saw that, man. Back. That boy broke the the doggone. But what would that? That's metal. What would he have done thing. to a man? He'd have snapped him in half. Man, look, I don't want us. I don't want to sound so. Vach is so right about everything because I did see a comment to say Vach belittles people and feeling like they wrong. No, I just feel like they regular wrong. But if that <laughs> if that press got knock on plastic, if something bad happens, to him, I'm not gonna wood. If something now what? <laughs> Sit him down, man. Like if he does play, he's only gonna play what two series? That's twelve or so plays. Twelve or so plays. That ain't really no big change or nothing, man. That that's all right. You play, you play center, man. When, when Dak Prescott line up on the center, how how much of a report that counts? Because I'm I'm with the mindset the center is like the second hardest position to learn in the National Football League. So, uh, how hard would this be with Dak Prescott building that report with with, with Jumbo Looney? No problem. That's yeah. what we got practice for. Exactly. <laughs> no problem. Since and it's not going to be the center exchange that's going to be the problem for Looney. It's going to be the reads and the calls and the, and the snap counts and all that. It's not going to be handing it back so much so at the end of the day strong sides you can always count on zach martin for help backside uh, i think a double team with connor and joe looney will do well on you know some backside one or whatever uh so it ain't like we're putting joe in position all right joe be the man here nah just call out the mic uh you know adjust the you know calls and all that type of stuff and joe's been here for like four or five three what three four five years you know he knows the mental side Okay. You know he knows the mental side. Just don't, just don't die out there, Joe. That's it. Just get me off the ledge. Thanks, thanks for bringing me a little closer off the ledge. Hey, and you get a, you get a longer it. look at uh, Cooper Rush. We get to look at Cooper Rush if <laughs> Dak doesn't play. Mm-hmm. I think Cooper Rush needs to put something good on tape for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the season because he's gonna have to. He's gonna be asked to play cold coming off the bench if something happens to Dak. Well, well, will this game help number eighty-five out? Because number eighty-five need to get playing time out. There. I, don't, I think whatever's going to happen is already happened to Noah Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can play in this one game and and make himself uh, any better off than he was going to be. So if they like him enough to keep him from from last year, then they're going to do that. Uh, but I don't see. I already count seven that I like, and he ain't in that seven. Go ahead, go ahead, and put it out there, man, because. Uh, it's gonna be like a hard cut, regardless of where well, we look got at. Hearns, you okay. got Lenore. No like shoe ins. Go and give me the shoe ins. The, the guys that you know for sure are gonna make it, like Alan. Well, we Hearns know T. Will. Uh, Terrence Williams is gonna make the team. My son. Yeah, we know Hearns is gonna make the team. We know Beasley's making this Gallup. team. Gallup. You know, Gallup is on the team. Uh, that's four right there. Then mm-hmm. uh, on the bubble players, you have um, Lance Lenore. No way. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead. I mean, when I say on the bubble, I mean he's not a shoe in. Oh, know, okay, I see what you're yeah, saying. It's not like he's automatic. We still don't know what these coaches are thinking. But I think he's one of the better receivers on our team right now. Mm-hmm. But that's that's your fifth. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have uh, uh, De- Deontay Thompson, who's injured right now, so I'm right. not sure what yeah. what he'll be able to do. Tavon? Tavon Austin is six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then seven. Who would be seven? I, I know there was one more that I didn't Noah mention. Brown. I think Tavon, your lock, man. I think he, you know, you know a lock. I don't know. Lock category, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 in. he not a bubble guy. I just didn't think of him earlier. You so, who, so who is the six, though? 
that's the six. That's, that's six or who's right the seven? There. So they're gonna roll with six. Uh, I like Mikael McKay. That's what everybody's saying is in the chat box ball. right now. I like Mikael McKay. I like him over Noah Brown. And oh. not not saying Noah Brown doesn't bring a blocking element, but I'm not looking for more blockers at wide receiver. I'm looking for wide receivers at wide receiver. <laughs> I like that saying. You know. Watch who you got, man. Same order. I don't think Noah Noah makes the team because what like what we're gonna look at is if we're gonna put a receiver on the on the 53, I would assume we would like to have him on the 46. And I don't think Noah Brown made the 46, so why put him on the 53? Yeah. Think. So it's gonna come down to guys like Noah Brown versus the other bottom of the position guys that we've talked about, Marquez White or Rico Gather, some of y'all like Bo Scarborough and you know Darius Jackson. I think it's gonna come down to those guys and Noah Brown ain't been here. <laughs> he ain't been here, man. So he, he, he I think you're right, squad. though. Tavon is going to be moved to that wide receiver position because of a Darius Jackson or Bo Scarborough uh, making his team. Tell gonna... you what, I'd rather have Rico than Noah Brown. That's oh, a wow. fact. Yeah, yeah. Well, may or, uh, or uh, Deontay Thompson. They can get rid of either one of them for Rico, and I take it. Hey, do you do you roll with three running backs, or you go with the four now? You know, I think three running, including fullback. No. I mean, you got to I mean, include this fullback because he's going to be Scarborough, so Zeke, and, and then Darius Jackson. One of those guys got to go. Gots to go, huh? It'll probably be Jackson. I think oh. both Scarborough is, yeah. is, is younger yeah. and, and, and he has some some juice to him. I like the way Darius Jackson's been running, though. I do like he's that. He's slicing. That was with the third string. That was running behind Chaz Green. And, uh... it, it, it'll be this. If Darius Jackson <laughs> yeah. can, can return some kicks – uh, some kickoffs and, and play on special teams mm. this week and, and make some noise with that, then maybe he makes the team as, you know, that, that, that kickoff returner that, that takes the place of uh, Tavon back there. So maybe we keep four. That would be the only scenario I can think of where four make, it, mm. make four running backs are on this team. What does Bo bring to this team? Sure, yeah, ideal. Bo brings the ideal to the team. You know what I mean? That 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 that's all he brings. An ideal. That's all I can think I, of. I, I like Bo. Bo Bo brings uh, a Marion Barber. <laughs> right. That's the ideal. Yeah. Zeke brings Zeke brings a Marion Barber style. Zeke brings a, a Ladanian Tomlinson style running game. Like plus, he, he got Marion plus Marion Zeke more so runs through your arms rather than try to smack you in the face. Bo is going to leave this game with – hopefully not, but I'm just so, saying this as a joke. He's going to leave this game with CTE the way he runs. He, third he run third like, and right. one. Wow. Third and one. So, so third and one, you're putting in Bo or Zeke? No, you're putting in well, Zeke, put Zeke, and then you have uh, maybe uh combo set with Zeke and Jameis Olawale or Zeke and a number 45. I mean, you show me where you would ever put anybody other than Zeke in on any running play. Zeke is going to get spelled by these guys, and that's it. Now, if, if he were to get – no, I'm not going to even say that out loud. But if for whatever reason, <laughs> those other running backs have to play, I would like to see more of Bo. But if Zeke you know, plays this entire season, you won't see Bo. And that's fine with me because you're not going to see the third running back no matter who it is. You ain't going to see but, but let, Let's break this down right here, Dan. Who is closer to Ezekiel's style of running? I would say number 44, and that's right. uh, Jackson. And uh, Bo is closer to number 45 style of running. Is that correct? 
Well, so I'm would saying, you rather have two Zeeks? And I'm not calling, uh, before you guys try to crucify me, I'm not calling Jackson the Zeke. But what I'm saying is closer in style of run, you can have that with a Darius, and then you can have a Zeke, those two same styles. And then you can have your uh, number 45, and then you have J- Jameis Olawale, who can, one can well, argue and say they, they those two are the same type of style, 1A, 1B, whatever. I mean, the fact that the, the only wild card I think there is is the fact that if you're going to say that Bo is a hard-nosed, which he is, a hard-nosed smash-mouth running back that you like because he's a big body, but you have also have Jamez Alawali on this team, he's the reason you don't need a Bo because he's he can do what Bo can do. He, you know, he's a guy that makes makes people miss. He can run through you, run over you, run, run around you, but he's also a lot more explosive and he can catch a lot better and, and run patterns, obviously, a lot better than a Bo. So he's more dynamic. So if, if the the fact that you you mentioned uh, Jamez, that's the only reason I would see you not keeping a bow. I don't think it's I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think Bo runs like um, like forty five. I don't I don't think he runs like Smith. Smith is a a, a, a different guy, type of guy. He's a tall Eddie George type running back, long mm-hmm. strides but powerful. Bo is not. He don't run like him. He don't run like him. So, are you putting Bo on kickoff, or you know, nah? That's and that's and that's and that's what I meant by yeah, what right. I do. You're right, you right. Like, I mean, I'm and, just and, and I saw him number forty five do kickoff, and I saw him as a gunner too. So forty five, you know, he brings in a lot of things to the table. So I'm not saying that you get rid of him, but if you already have that guy who's similar to Bo, then why try why, why try to change it when Bo, you can Bo utilize your man's team? He wind up on the Jags or something like oh, that. Oh you know, yeah, boy. you know what's going to happen with Bo? Maybe Pittsburgh. <laughs> you yeah. know what's going to happen with Bo? Bo going to sell some jerseys in damn Tuscaloosa. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> Would you put would you put Bo on the Rico plan? You put him in this game, then you say, ah, oh, that hip pointer, you know, uh, he gonna be nah, because he's not a guy that you look. I think Bo has a uh, high floor, low ceiling, so I, I don't think he's gonna. You're not waiting for him to improve, you know. Bo but is what I'm Bo just talking is. about. You just stash, stash him, stash what? him, you know. That's what I would say. The the, the only thing that makes me feel this way about Bo, people call me a hater because people love Bo. Yeah, I remember how good we felt about Gus Johnson, though. This just one day he was gone. Is that the first time I said this, right? As much as we love Gus, then just one day he just wasn't here no more. You think they going to keep Bo? Who, do we love Bo to give him a third spot? Like we love Gus Johnson. We just pillow smothered him and pushed him, pushed him off the bridge. They pillow smothered a lot of guys in Dallas, though, <laughs> that you don't expect. Please, it's one of those things, man. I saw, I I learned that back in uh, remember Hard Knocks when uh, Parcells was here. I don't know why he didn't make the team, but we had a dude who was a quarterback named Woody Danzler. You remember him? Mm, I remember he was a quarterback, but they had him playing. He fumbled or something off a kickoff return. Get him off the team. This dude had the greatest kickoff return though against San Fran in in the preseason. Might have been in the regular season or the preseason. Ain't got cut. Ain't got cut. Yeah, yeah. That was the greatest kickoff return I ever seen in my life. I mean, ever. Greatest <laughs> kickoff return I ever seen. And he next week he was going. I was like, God damn, they don't got no love. <laughs> they got no love over here, dude. I was like eleven when that happened, but I feel you remember it. that though, right? I do. <laughs> yeah, bust his ass. Yes, <laughs> indeed, man. It's, it's always something with this team, man. Um, I will say, uh, mm-hmm. eight years ago, Bo probably would have made this team. I think, I think, I think we cut people that we love so much because we're as talented as as we've ever been. Um, I remember just a handful of months ago, 
I made an argument on your show, Law. I used to say, man, this offense full of first and second round picks, man. That's why they so good. Y'all remember me saying that. Right. I look at the defense now. We got a gang of first and second round picks playing yeah. on the defense now. And most of that is Jalen can run now. Mm. Randy ain't smoking no more. Cheeto <laughs> starting. You know what I'm saying? Byron looks impressive at corner. You know what I mean? We got a lot more, a lot more talent on defense than we ever have. We made it happen. We were ranked number eighth, ranked eighth with, you know what I'm saying, scraps and whatever, whatever. We good to go now. Don't tell me we can't be number one. So so what are we going to do with the Jaron Johnsons of the world? uh... (laughs) He going to play week three and four like everybody else and get fired. I mean, that's it. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mention the ET talk because uh, they're just gonna. I'm just, tired know, of ET. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ET. I think our starters are still there. Like we, we could still start uh, Kayvon in the box uh-huh. and, Go uh, and start Heath uh, in the outfield until uh, Woods gets back. Man, like they gotta learn. If, they, if if you got guys who you're coaching up to play, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that everyone's talent level is always gonna be the same, but if you coaching them up to play, and you don't think they can ever play to the point where that's the reason you have depth. So if you got a mm-hmm. guy that's number two on your depth chart, he's on number two on the depth chart because you need to be able to step in and play if asked to. If if you p- hit the panic button when your starter goes out, you know, not for any other reason other than depth, which which those pickups were uh, uh, both uh, Gerard and the other uh, kid from Georgia. Both those were depth pickups. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if you if you picking them up for anything else. That means you was praying the whole time anyway. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, you, you so, so this this is what I want everybody to do: get your pen and paper ready, uh, because this Sunday night we really going to take a look at our what our number one defense, like the uh, twenty three to Tyree Robinson, uh, the number thirty seven to Cam Kelly. They're going to get a lot of playing time, right? The, the right. secondary of the uh, defensive backs or, or the safeties, what have you. They're right. going to be going against number one. So right. if they can keep this thing up, because it's two quarters, right? Supposedly they should play for two quarters, and, mm. and, and I guess teams have yet to score a touchdown on the number one on the on the number ones. So I would like to see that throughout the entire game. Those guys, the uh, the, the, the the like I said, the Tyree Robinsons, the Cam Kelly, Tyree played and, and good. Forty. Yeah, he been playing good. So this would just silence all silence everything if these guys can take the ball away, and also Jeff Heath and Kayvon, yeah. if they can just play for a good amount of time he, in the first two quarters. After yeah, the first quarter because of, because of depth. You now those are guys you should rest. But uh, I, we already know we're gonna get in Heath. We already know we're gonna get in Kayvon. Just let the young guys play from the rip, man. Let them, against you know, the ones, against the Arizona yep. Cardinals ones. I like to see yeah. that, you know. Yep. Let them yeah. young guys play, and let's see what they can do. Because uh, I, for one, I don't know about this Chris Richard experiment in regards to the mm-hmm. Cam Kellys and the Alumbas. You know, I, I know he did that before <laughs> with with Browner and 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 uh, Richard. I mean, not Richard, uh, but uh, uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. But yeah. um, you know. I don't know. Like, I, I just didn't like the way they were tackling at the end of the game. They were stopping their feet too much. They, you know, this is preseason, but they were stopping their feet. They weren't really with the rest of the team with driving towards the ball, like swarming. They were watching and then saying, oh, shit, you got away? Let me come get them. You know what I mean? That's a little different than, you know, just, just going and missling at somebody. So, really so, 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 so if healthy, we should see number 55 double nickel playing Mike the entire game. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Joe Thomas, even though I think he's an asset that you keep off the field for the whole game. But uh, maybe Lillard in, in uh, 55 get more playing time than anything else. I like the I like the kid number 58 too, Trayvon Johnson. He a hitter. 58. 
Yeah, Trayvon Johnson. Trayvon John. I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, right? look him up. He, he 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 knock your head off. I like that about him. Uh, he can run and he he hits you. Uh, Covington hasn't done anything, so no, you number fifty nine. We'll see him some. Um, outside of that, yeah, I mean, I think you get rid of uh, Heath and Trayvon after the first series. You put him on the bench. Yeah, who are you looking for, uh, uh, Vaj? Who are you looking for this game? I'm sorry, I was writing. Um, I'm just looking for um, <clears throat> love in son. all the wrong places. No, no, no. I'm um, I'm looking for my son Connor Williams. You know, I kind of want. He's been getting better and better uh, week by week. Let me let me address the eighty percent for a second. Mm-hmm. They wanna they wanna talk crazy about my son Connor Williams for getting beat one time in week one and beat one time in week two. Right. First of all, DeForest Buckner ain't no joke. Geno Atkins yeah. ain't no joke. Right. Third point, he only got beat one time by both of those guys. Can we stop? Yeah. Can, can we can we stop? We'll be fine. Cut it I'm out. Just saying, like, <laughs> let me ask you a question though. What's do up, you like do you like Connor better against finesse or do you like him better against power? I think Connor gets so caught up in lunging. Every time Connor gets beat, he's setting his feet quick and he's trying to be more powerful than what he really is. I right. said this in the video one time. But if Connor just sets two times quickly like he does, give himself room to read and react, mm-hmm. then drop his hips and block like he's supposed to, he's fine. And that comes with reps, just not relying. Because, look, back in Texas, he used to just step one time, grab people, and everything just stops. Yeah, yeah. Can't do that against Geno Atkins. can do that now, yeah. Can't do it. But, I was I was um uh, I was writing some stuff. Um yeah. I was looking at first, second, and third round picks on offense and defense. So we got uh Zeke in the first round, Gallup in the third, Tavon is a first round pick, uh Tyron, Zach, Travis, and Lael is technically a first round time to me, but those guys first mm-hmm. round talents. Connor Williams a second round pick, but he got hurt. He's first a first round talent. time to me. Right. Defense, uh Randy Gregory, Tyron Crawford, uh got him in the third, D Law in the second. Uh, Van Der Esch in the first, Sean Lee second, Cheeto second, uh, Byron one. We got a lot of talent, man. <laughs> we yeah. do, we do. A lot of talent, man. And we, and we forget that because we fans and we so close to it and we always worried about stuff. But, you know, most of the stuff we worried about, we worry about who going to play backup quarterback. We worried about who going to play strong safety. <laughs> if, if, if that's all we got to worry about. We find we we, right. we forget we got the best offensive line and run game in the league. We forget that our quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. We forget right. that we have a top eight defense, whatever. Just we gonna be straight, man. Super Bowl, right? So, and uh, somebody put down that the Panthers gonna win fifty six to three. But this is the thing no, with Panthers; their whole offensive line is hurt right now. Yeah. Man, you don't, have, you don't want to have a, a, a shabby offensive line, period, mm-hmm. whether you're hurt or not against us. I mean, wow, yeah. We we, we going to be flying all over the place, man, like we were in uh, Cincinnati. And that's that's to a man because I'm still hype off the fact that Irving, I ain't seen Irving or Collins this whole training camp. And right. uh, and we still balling, and we still we all still hype. Collins Collins like that secret sauce, you know. You know he's gonna be ready for game one or two, and he's yeah. just gonna bring in like the extra, like damn, look at number ninety six. But but if go ahead, go ahead 90, with your point though. No, I'm just saying, if you got ninety six and sixty four starting, I'm happy, you know, and, and watch what they'll be able to do. And then you're not running against that front, neither one of them. Right? And then mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and with guys that the talent that we have on the outside, we can afford to put to one tech type guys in there or, or two uh, uh, nose tackle type guys in there, like two snack Harris's like in Collins and Woods because you have a Gregory, a Dorrance Armstrong tacos actually coming along. 
and then you have D Law as well. So you have those guys on the outside that can rotate. And, and, and you didn't even mention ninety four. See yeah, how everything goes. In the yeah, that can, that can soak up blocks, right. soak up uh, 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 blocks, and get people off their mark, push people off their spots. We did a great job of that mm-hmm. all night, even in the loss against Cincinnati. The defensive line was still all the way to the to the bell, still pushing uh, blockers into their man, still knocking people out. Uh, Price was balling. Um, Dayton Jones got hurt, but we know what he can do. Uh, right. Ward actually played a little bit better. So I'm I'm good with our line, man. I'm good with it. No doubt. Um, I just want to say too, I forgot Taco Charlton is first round pick. Jalen Smith is second round pick. Malik <laughs> Collins is third round pick, and Terrence Williams is second round pick. I forgot even more talent. Pardon wow, me. man, some good talent stuff, man. All we need now is translations. <laughs> yeah, but you translate. Man. You need to translate out there for that for that turnover, takeaways, fumbles. Sacks. There's gonna be yeah. a lot of turnovers this year, man. What would you say? The uh, blood. What would you say, uh, Vajra Lombardi? You are in Wakanda now. <laughs> Panthers will have nothing but dust <laughs> and blood. Yes, that's what blood. I'm talking about, man. Hell yeah, man! I can't wait to this week one. Hell yeah! Some, John Spock said, uh, uh, "Vot, you the goat, man." Hey, man! Salute, salute, man. Appreciate yes, you. Yes, indeed. For those who don't understand what goat means, the greatest of all times. You know, that's, all what, time. that's what I'm talking about. So, any other points, man? Before we wrap this show up, man. <laughs> It ain't true, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. You should think with your mind because you already know, man. It's all up in the mental part of everything, right? So with that yeah. being said, man, <clears throat> final thoughts, man. Let's wrap it up with Travis Frederick, man. Uh, what are you thinking about, about this, uh, Koye? Will, will he come back? What's the over-under? Will he come back with week one, week two, week three, or I week think, four? Uh, I mean, just just out of pure optimism, I think Tra- Travis Frederick's uh, Travis Frederick's uh, plays this year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna call the weeks because that's you know that's that's out of all our hands. Even mm-hmm. his, um, but hopefully he gets back soon. Uh, and I and I seriously will be praying for him. You know, what I mean, I, I like uh, Frederick's as a player, um, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's unfortunate. Um, seriously, um, but I don't. I don't hold my head low because it's not saying it's just Fredericks, but I mean just Fredericks in the sense that it's only one of our linemen that's really uh, looking gloomy right now. Everyone else is pretty much okay. Uh, as Vox just said, um, Connor Williams will be fine, but I do still like him better at right tackle and Collins at left guard. But either way, um, you know, they're serviceable in, in both positions. So, I, I mean – I don't. I don't have a worry about our offensive line. I think we're still going to dominate because even when we had our backups in there, minus Chaz Green last year, they still ran block very well, and we want to run the ball. So you know, and, and those guys weren't half as talented when I, when I, as, uh, as as what we have now, like Cooper and uh, what was the other kid's name, uh, Bell. Those guys weren't as talented as, as as the linemen we have today. So no doubt, we'll be fine. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And uh, also, by us being fine out there for the week one, uh, where can they find your page at, man? I mean, want to know the Okoye Media on uh, on YouTube, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Adrian Lindsay, too, and, and those of you who uh, donate on Patreon. I'm also on uh, you know patreon.com backslash Okoye. Mm-hmm. That's A-K-O-Y-E. Uh, what, what we're doing this year, man, what, what my goal is, is, is to, you know, steadily grow 
uh, build with guys such as yourselves, learn from guys such as yourselves, and then uh, from there just, you know, become a staple in this game. So, you know, you guys are helping me, uh, both Law, Vach, and, and the nation. You guys are helping me step by step, day by day. So I'm grateful and I appreciate it all. Yes, indeed. That's some good stuff, man. And also, guys, let this guy get to 10,000 subscribers. Don't let this let season me, start. Let me do nothing. We're going to yeah. get to 10,000 because we're going to do it. You know yes, I mean? yes, yes, so yes, 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 yes. They know I'm going to let me do nothing. Beat him there then. Beat him there to 10,000. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. <laughs> My brother from another mother from the same skillet, man. Vach Lombardi, man. What's your final thoughts on Travis Frederick? Will he come game one, game two, game three, etc.? And also, you know, where they can find you at and all that good stuff. Vach, are you still there? Going once. The people champ, are you gone? Lost his connection. He again. lost his connection. Well, guys, not to leave my guy Vaj Lombardi out. Uh, Joe, go follow his page. He got tons of information out there. Film breakdown, film sessions. Uh, one of the best in the business of doing this thing. Uh, he also have Patreon. Right now, he would say up uh, up for the doski, woski, pizki, whiskies. What is better than uh, what's more important than, than what bread and water, right? That's what he say. What's more important than bread and water? It will be the Patreon. Go follow Vach Lombardi's Patreon page. Help this man out. Help us all out because he's going to give you guys more content, better information. And also, when you subscribe to his Patreon account, you can also make uh, video requests, film breakdown requests, because that do take a lot of time to curate those videos and chart those films. So with that being said, guys, if you want to follow my page, uh, you, I also have a podcast that's L-A-W Nation. And uh, you can hear our, uh, our, uh, uh, our voices of uh, reasoning as far as Cowboys content, Cowboys stuff out there. And also uh, follow us on Instagram at Laws Nation. That's with an S. And also Facebook at Laws Nation. I would like to appreciate everybody who's on Phantom right now, EBSN Online. Big Game James and Silver and Blue Nation in the Dallas Prospect where every legend was once a prospect. That's all the time we have for today. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute. Salute. We out. We out. Yeah. Shout out to you, Chris Longley. Shout out to you, Adrian Soto. Thank y'all for holding it down in the chat box, man, and also the Facebook panel. Uh, Jay, I see you. Eric, what's up, man? Keith Woodley, man, what's going on, man? We finna run out of here, man, but I appreciate you guys for tuning in to the nation. Peace. Peace.